Hi, and welcome back to Chapter by Chapter, a podcast where we cover a variety of games from a variety of eras and from a variety of genres. I am your resident podcaster, Ethan, and we are continuing our journey through the Kanto region, so we are joined again by the... Well, he won't go home, so I guess he's still here. It's Wecon! Ah, yes, I am not Ethan, and we're going to continue this journey. I say you won't go home, uh, but we're recording this, like, via video, so you are home. Yeah, well, I mean, we've already said in an older episode that uh, you are in the UK and I'm in the US. Yeah, so, so exactly. It's not like we're hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, well, that explains our terrible audio quality. Uh, so last time we, last time we went through Rock Tunnel and Average Town, we covered uh, sort of the first half of Pokemon Tower. Uh, we got stuck facing a ghost. Uh, unfortunately, we're not Scooby Doo, and this isn't a crooked property developer or someone trying to find treasure. So there is no mask. We can't do anything. So we have to leave Lavender Town and head to Route Seven. No, no red herring here. We'll have to come back later. Yeah. No meddling kids, uh, and I would have gotten away with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so from Lavender Town, if you go left to leave Lavender Town, you end up on Route 8. Is it Route 8? I thought it was and Route 7. So it is, um, because Route 8 is the one that leads to Lavender Town. Next to Route 8 is Route 7. Ah, okay. Route 7's on... Um, the other side. Uh, yeah, because there's a tunnel at the end of Route 8 you have to go through to get to 7. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, Route 7. Uh, suppose, anything of note, any new Pokemon that are we encounter here? Um, Route 8. Route 8, yes. Uh, I'm going to mess this up for the whole episode, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so on Route 8, um, let's see. If there are any new Pokemon you can find. Da, 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 um, Pidgey, Mankey, Eakins, Growlithe, Meowth, Sandshrew, Bullpix, Pidgeotto, Abracadabra, Rattatat, and Jigglypuff. So no, we've seen all of these Pokemon already. Yeah. Uh, so, nothing of note for, uh, in regards to Pokemon. Uh, anything new for Yellow version that we can find Pokemon-wise? Um. No. It's pretty much all the same. Yeah. Uh, so I suppose we're moving on to trainers then. So um, yeah, sure. I don't think there are any new trainers <laughs> that you'll run into. You know, you got like your last, your super energy gambler. Yeah. And we fought all these guys already. Yeah, we. Um, so I guess the thing worth noting is that there is one super energy fight who has a muck that's level 22, uh-huh. which Grimer doesn't evolve at level 22, so somehow he got an under leveled muck. Yeah. But. But you can get an under leveled Duck Trio in Diglett's Cave, can't you? I believe so. Yeah. If you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky. So, nothing of note really for Route 8. Got it right that time. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, 
with Route 8, there is a... Uh, Route 8 connects to Saffron. Is it Saffron Sea? Um, yes. So, yeah, after uh, Route 8, there's a gate that leads to Saffron. You cannot go through. Yeah, uh, uh, again, this... Like before, this guard is also extremely thirsty. Uh, not for ladies, but for tea. Uh, unfortunately, our character is not a not on the gay party circuit, so he has no tea to serve to them. But, so, your only other option is to go through the underground tunnel like you had to go through before to reach the other side. Yes, on Route 8, there's a small house right next to the gate that is the underground tunnel that mm -hmm. leads to Route 7. Yeah. Uh, so, go through the tunnel, uh, come out on Route 7, so we're now on Route 7. Uh, Route 7 is, I think Route 7 is arguably the shortest route in the game. It's, it's only a couple steps, yeah. so there's not a whole lot to talk about. Yeah, uh... The Pokemon, uh, the Pokemon on Route 7 are the, seven, are the same as Route 8. Yeah, um, so nothing new. Problems. Uh, there's not even any trainers on Route 7, is there? Uh, nope, there are none. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, well, we're done with Route 7 and 8, so now we move to the... I believe the game calls it, like, we move to uh, Celadon City. I believe the game calls it the second largest city in the region, but in my view, it is the largest. Uh, yeah, it says it's second. Yeah, like, it says it's second know. behind Saffron, but to me, Saffron City is smaller than Celadon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, but yeah, Celadon is also personally... It's, it's definitely, like, a favorite when it comes to playing their game, because there is so much to do. There's so much you can get in Celadon City. Uh, so, obviously, this is going to be a biggie, so let's jump right in. What is there of note in Celadon City? All right, so the first thing that you'll want to check out um, in Celadon City is the Celadon Mansion, <laughs> which is a building that's like, it's essentially like an apartment complex. Yeah. Uh, very New York, I suppose, really. Uh, this being someone who's never been to New York and binged all of Sex in the City this year and is very excited for Anne just like that coming out next Thursday at the time we're recording. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the Pokemon Mansion, there's people to talk to in there. Um, not Nothing too exciting, except mm. for, I think if you go to the top, or it's somewhere in the mansion, there's a group that you can talk to, um, and they are all the game devs who have inserted themselves into the game. Yeah, and like, they say stuff like, I'm the one who designed your clothes! I'm the one who makes you walk! And it's like, that's not... Terrifying and existential, should they be in Lavender Town? Yeah, <laughs> it's essentially like a, a fourth wall joke. Yeah. Where it's just like, hey, we're in the game, but we created this world, so we are the gods of this world. I like, funny thing is, like, I don't think I've seen anything like that. Uh, like, you know how you get those Pokemon comic strips online that are sort of like, uh, like, one of note that always sticks with me is sort of like, uh, Galar, when Galar wasn't going to have all of the national Pokemon and it was sort of like a Galar border control comic. It's like, I don't think I've seen, like, a comic where it's been like, haha, I designed your clothes, haha, I'm the one who puts in the stuff that makes you walk, haha, I am your creator and I can destroy you with a snap of my fingers or something like that. 
I'm the one that made this world, and I could very easily take it away. Yeah, uh, like, oh, someone bumped into me? Well, you don't have a house anymore. Like, screw it, you don't even get to sleep on the kitchen floor anymore. You have no house. Poof, it's gone. It's just a pile of nothing. They just, like, Thanos snap. <laughs> I don't feel so good. <laughs> I say that having yeah. never seen Avengers, Infinity War, or Endgame, or whatever it is, but I do know the meme. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going the movie or not, the memes are inescapable. <laughs> yes, you can escape the movie, but you can never escape the memes. Oh, yeah. They still come back. <laughs> they, they live forever. Anyway, so the Celadon Mansion covered that. Uh, something that sticks out um, to me is the Celadon Department Store, so shall we move on to that? Hold on one second. There's one more thing with the mansion. Is mm -hmm. that uh, there is a back entrance oh, that, yeah. you can, that you can use cut and you travel all the way to the top. Mm -hmm. And there is a dude hanging out there with a Pokeball you can take, and it's Eevee. Yeah. Uh, can you get this in yellow version as well? Because your rival has Eevee. Like, is, or is this only a red and blue thing? Um, nope, it's in every game. Oh, great. So you could beat your rival at his own game, then. <laughs> yes, essentially. Yeah. Like, based on whatever evolution he gets, you can pick the one that beats it. Yeah. Uh, and like we discussed, if it's Vaporeon, you already have a Pikachu, so aim for that. Really. Um... Now, for this, generally what I recommend is when you get Eevee, I recommend getting Flareon, uh -huh. because fire types are hard to get. Yeah, and like, uh, there's not, to me, uh, in my mind, there isn't really a lot of fire types, I suppose, but at the same time there is. Uh, but like, generally there's not a lot of fire types in the sort of series, really. Yeah, yeah, fire generally seems to be a more, like, scarce type. Like, out of They're the, out of the starter types, it's the least populated one, isn't it? Uh, yeah, of the three starting types, yes, absolutely, yeah. fire is the, the most scarce one. Yeah, because, like, water types are, like, obviously found wherever there's water, and grass types are found really wherever there's grass. Yeah, grass types are everywhere. And then water types later on, once you can start doing more in the water, you can find a lot of them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's like, obviously, uh, anyone who knows this knows like that Sinnoh has literally the starter type and a ponyta in Diamond and Pearl. So it's like, yeah, fire, uh, to me, fire types have just always been scarce. Scarce? No, scarce. Uh, fire, types <laughs> have, fire types have always been scarce to me. Uh, like, there's only about, like... I think Generation 1 actually introduces the most fire types with sort of four. Um. Like, obviously, it's more I than four, but like four sort of evolutionary lines. Yeah, for fire types, yeah, there's, there's so few. <laughs> and like, and yeah, one of them doesn't evolve, so. Yeah, like one of them doesn't evolve, one of, and the rest are all two-stage evolutions, aren't they? Yeah, I think the only, yeah, the only second evolution fire type is Charizard. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, the starter, uh, so that's five types, but even though it is sort of like a starting type, like, uh, Generation 2, 
I, off the top of my head, I don't think Generation 2 introduced any new fire types. Like, I know they added Magby as, like, the baby Pokemon, but I don't think they introduced any new fire types. Uh, Generation 3, I think, had... Uh, oh, no, they had Slugma as well. I always think Slugma's Generation 3, though. Yeah, yeah, Slugma was Gen 2, and Houndour was Gen 2. Yeah. Yeah, so they had three. Uh, Gen 3 has... Torkoal and the sort of Camerupt line, so that's two. Uh, Sinnoh doesn't really introduce any new fire types apart from the starter, uh, but obviously they add pre-existing evolutions, so yeah, you do have that. Uh, Unova has Darmanitan and Litwick's line. Uh, Kalos, god... Yeah, we should stop this, because I can't remember them all at once. <laughs> <laughs> That's the you go for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, Cal sounds like, well, there's Stealth Fox, but it's like, there's nothing else! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get... We'll co- like, we should, like... We should keep a note of this and be like, which generation has the least amount of fire types? Um, you, you've probably already answered that question, but whatever. <laughs> Um, anyways, so, after getting EV, we'll go to the Celadon department store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I love department stores, just, like, even in the real world, I just love department stores, because it's just, like, they're so exciting. Like, I was fascinated by them as a child, and I'm fascinated by them now. <laughs> uh, I wish they had department stores this big. Yeah. Like, that were closer to me. Yeah. So. Yeah, no. Uh, well, I have one that's about an hour away, which isn't too bad, uh, but that's an hour by bus, and t- so 20 minutes by car, really. <laughs> uh, funny thing is, uh, going off track again, I know, shocker, really, uh, in, like, because I live in Scotland, uh, and I live in the central belt of Scotland, and there's this giant sort of mall sort of complex in uh, the western part of the central belt called Livingston. It's like this huge designer place. It's like a designer outlet, so it's like cheaper stuff. And there's like two main buildings of it. And it was like, there's this, and they're obviously doing Christmas adverts and that for it. And it's like the 21st anniversary. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm as old as that department. Like I'm as old as that shopping complex. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like I was literally like, I'm as old as that shopping complex, and it's like, I used to go there all the time as a kid, and it's like, I never knew I was as old as it. You're the same age, you, like, graduated high school together and stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, funny thing is, as I was, like, leaving high school, it sort of all got, like, a sort of update as well. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway, going back to the Celadon department store, uh, so... Talk us through the floors and the items you can buy. Okay. Um, yeah, so the department store is the best store in the game. Because mm-hmm. there is... You can pretty much buy everything. So, like, for example, the first, the second floor... The first floor doesn't have anything you can buy. You don't buy things on the first floor. Yeah, uh, um, sort of the welcoming the space. It's like, welcome to our department store. Would you like any help with anything? Yeah, yeah, so there was, like, me for the first ten years of my life when I was working. You work retail. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've just started that. I'm in my first sort of year of that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so 
this, the first floor is just a welcoming party. You move up to the second floor, and there's like that's like a normal store you can get. Yeah, like, it's like a Pokemart, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it's like a standard party. Great balls, you gotta link your antidotes, all your healing items and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then there's also uh, on the second floor there is a TM store mm-hmm. that sells all kinds of TMs that you can grab. Mm-hmm. Um, go through here real quick of the TMs to see if there's any worth noting. Mm-hmm. Um, so the TMs you can buy are Double Team, Razor Wind, Egg Bomb, Mega mm-hmm. Kick. Mega Punch, Submission, Reflect, Horn Drill, and Takedown. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you recommend picking up any of these for your team? Um, so Mega Punch and Mega Kick are very strong normal mm-hmm. moves that are definitely worth noting. Yeah, and you got them uh, earlier in the game. You got them when you came out of Mount Moon. But if you want to teach it to more than that, or if you sort of like, make your Pokemon forget one of them, and we're like, oh, dang, I wish I didn't make them forget that. Yeah, because one thing that in the older generations is that uh, TMs can only be used once, and then they are gone. Yeah. But where in the newer games, you can use them as much as you want, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, if you want to do it, then uh, buy it, but obviously uh, you could have just saved the TMs for later, but this is a good chance to, like, get more if you've missed them. Yeah, um, Takedown and Submission are also good TMs, Mm -hmm. just because they are very strong, Uh, the only downside being you hurt. Yeah, Yeah, you're hurt by both of them, but they do have their uses. Mm -hmm. Um... I think the only one I wouldn't recommend is Razor Wind, because I feel like just, I don't feel like there's any reason to have that one. Well, yeah, um, cause just it's because like... it is a, it's a two-turn move. Well, that, oh, no, wait, Razor Wind, I thought that it was Whirlwind, never mind. Uh, Razor Wind can be, like, a good alternative if you need sort of, like, a strongish move, but, like, realistically, you should forget it when something else comes along. Yeah, I'm just personally not a fan of moves that take two turns to use. Yeah. Yeah, uh, even the more powerful ones, it's sort of like, meh? Yeah, yeah. Um, now, Double Team and Reflect are debatable <laughs> on how useful you think they'll be. Since Double Team will make your Pokemon more evasive and less likely to get hit. Uh-huh. And then Reflect will raise your defenses. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Personally, I would only really use Reflect in double battles, which obviously aren't a thing until Generation 3, so personally I would skip on Reflect, uh, but I would get double team. Um, and then the last one, which is also debatable on how useful it is, is Horn Drill. Yeah. Because Horn Drill is the first one-hit kill move you get. You can get. Yeah. Uh, but, like, it has a really awful chance to actually hit. Yeah, that's kind of the problem, is that one-hit kill moves have a very weird, um, like, algorithm that they use to decide if they hit or not. Uh-huh. Uh, first thing of note, if a Pokemon is a higher level than you, you cannot hit it with horn. Really? They have to be at least the same level or lower. Oh, wow. Um, because that's how the algorithm works. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because part of the algorithm, it calculates your level two component. Yeah. And so I think if I don't even know if you can hit if you're the same level, it's yeah. very strange. 
Yeah. It's, no. it's really weird and confusing. Yeah, I never knew that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's, let's pull up Horn Drill here real quick just to take a look at it. It's yeah. just one hit, one hit kill moves are so weird. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they're really powerful and they have their uses, but like obviously, if it's not going to hit, then there's not much point. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like obviously the game doesn't tell you that, so okay. it's not like you'd understand. Like, oh, it's it just tells you that it's a move that can fan a Pokemon in one hit, and you're just like, oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. But then, like, never works. Yeah, and, and it's like, not like. And it's not like there's an NPC or like a Pokemon University that you can go to to sort of teach you these sort of um, more in depth sort of hidden mechanics of the game. Yeah, yeah. It's more just like you keep using it and then hope that you get to see it in action like at least once. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Horn Drill probably isn't worth it, honestly. Uh-huh. Uh, no. Um, so is that it for the TM corner? Yeah, that's it for everything on the second floor. Mm -hmm. um, so for the department store on the third floor, there's nothing to buy, but mm -hmm. there is a clerk that you can talk to who will give you the TM for counter. Uh, good move, bad move. Um, it depends on your Pokemon's defense. Yeah. So counter is obviously the move where yeah, uh, if, if you, you counter, use them, you go second. By default, your opponent hits you, and then you hit them back for more damage. Yeah. Um, and obviously, if you faint, it doesn't work. Um, so it really depends on if your Pokemon can take a hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, moving on to the next floor, uh, what's on sale there? Um, yes, so the fourth floor of the department store. Um, there is, you can buy a Pokedoll. <laughs> which is an item you can use to escape while battles. Yeah. If uh, if you run into something too strong. Yeah. Um, but also on the fourth floor, you can buy every stone in the game except moonstones. Huh. <laughs> uh, well, that so, would be useful if you have like a gloom or a weeping bell to evolve them into their final forms. Uh, any water types you might get later on, which need it. Or you can use it on Eevee. Yeah. You well, you can use it on the Eevee you just got. <laughs> yep. So essentially, when you get Eevee, you come to the department store and you can buy the stone or whatever you want Eevee to be, and it can be that right away. Yeah, great. And yeah, the only stone you can't buy is the stone. You have to go through Mount Moon yeah. to get those that are hard to get. But yeah. but oh, yeah. yeah. So you can use the you can get like Victory Bell or Bile Plume. Yeah, which is great. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anywho, uh, next floor on the department store? Um, yes, so the fifth floor um, is the floor where you can buy um, all of the... Uh, so there's one counter that sells vitamins, mm -hmm. which is like the protein, calcium, iron, carbos, and HPO. Yeah. In which you use those on your Pokemon to make their stats go up, like, very slightly. Mm -hmm. Very slightly, but... Um, that's like the that's like the, the EV training yeah. type stuff you'd be getting into with that. Yeah. Uh, obviously, like if you think your Pokemon is a bit weak in one stat, then buy it. But 
personally, I'm not really into that. I just sort of like buy them to sort of supplement it or try and use them early to sort of like get them to be a bit stronger. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I'd say unless you are like, like a diehard trainer and you know exactly what you want to do when it comes to your Pokemon stats, you understand the game deeper than just playing through it, then you'd be much more invested in this. But otherwise, you don't really need them because yeah. they don't bring your Pokemon stats up that much. And each Pokemon can only consume, I think, like 10 of them, and then you can't give them anymore. Yeah. Well, I think it also depends on what level your Pokemon is because, like, I know there's sort of, like, times when your Pokemon will be at a max level and I haven't given them a... Uh, supplement and it'll go oh that will have no effect yeah yeah it's it's all about there's just deeper stuff that you have to get into because yeah. like there's the IVs that you're hoping yeah. to get and we're not here to number and we're not here to do a deep sort of anal of the uh sort of ins and outs of EV and IV training so we'll just sort of leave it there if that's something you would be interested in and there's lots of sort of things to sort of help you with that uh might get into that as a bonus sort of content thing or something but we'll see how that goes yeah yeah at least for now there's plenty of videos online you could find that can explain it a lot better than we could right yeah. now so yeah and as like as I said I'm not a Pokemon expert you're a Pokemon expert so <laughs> we might not be qualified <laughs> enough maybe bonus content where we can get like a pokeytuber to join us or something uh, yeah we'll see yeah um and then the on the fifth floor the other side of the counter sells all of the in-game items or in-battle items that you can use so like the x speed yeah. the x attack the x defense yeah uh do you use any of these x's or do you usually like forego them I don't like them. No, so. me neither. To me, it just like wastes a turn, and it's like, uh, like with Bulb, like not Bulbasaur, but with Blastoise. Uh, there's a move Blastoise can learn, which is a two-turn move. Uh, Skull Bash, which is pretty powerful. Uh, first move sort of prepares for it, but that raises defense automatically. So for me, it's like, well, why not just use a move that has a chance to raise your Pokemon stat or will raise your Pokemon stat? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I just, uh, yeah, unless it's like a healing item, I don't like using items if yeah. I don't have to. Yeah. So it's if you're going to use like a full restore, like or max potion or something. Yeah. But using an item to uh, increase your Pokemon's attack for like one battle, I never feel like it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think the next floor is the rooftop plaza. Is that correct? Uh, yes, so this floor, this is the last floor, and uh, the rooftop, it just has a kid who says that she's thirsty, which sounds familiar, <laughs> and she asks you if you'll buy her a drink from the vending machine, <laughs> in which the vending machine has uh, water, soda, and lemonade, yeah. in which you can give her one of each. Uh -huh. um, um, and so what happens is... If you give her each of them, she'll give you TM. She'll give you the TM for Ice Beam, the TM for Rock Slide, and the TM for Try Attack. Oh, nice. I never knew that. Uh, is this repeatable, or is this a one-time thing? You can give her each drink once. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, Which is a shame, because they're powerful TMs. They are, yes. Um, 
So Ice Beam and Rock Slide are absolutely worthy. They are good boots. Yeah. Uh, try attack maybe less so, but it could be good on like a psychic type or something with high special attack. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, try attack is a decently strong normal move, mm -hmm. but that's really like it. Whereas yeah. Ice Beam and Rock Slide are very strong, definitely worth adding to your team. Yeah. Uh, anywho, uh, is that it for the Saladon Department Store? I believe so. That's about everything. Uh, so, anything else of note in Saladon City? Uh, let's see here. Um, there is the game. Yes, uh, the game corner. Uh, yes, game corners which are now outlawed in Pokemon, unfortunately. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, like, is there a game in this game corner, or is it just like you find tokens? Um, they have the slot machines in yeah. the game. Yeah. Uh, so, Game Corner, you can actually buy Pokemon, I believe? Uh, yes. Essentially, the Game Corner, what you would do is you can buy tokens to play the slots. Mm -hmm. Um, and you could use those tokens to win more tokens to get Pokemon. Yeah, uh, so what Pokemon can you buy illegally? Okay, so this is a little different, um, because... In, let me pull it up here real quick. Hold on. Um, so, in red and blue, um, you can get uh, Abra, Clefairy, and Nidorina for like a small amount. Yeah. Um, you can get, uh, and, but for like the larger amounts, you can get Dratini, Scyther, and Porygon. Yeah. Uh, is this the only way to get Porygon via game tokens? Yes, this is the only way to get Porygon. Yeah. Uh, um, and obviously in yellow, I'm assuming it's different. Um, yeah, so one thing I want to mention is that for the game corner, in Pokemon Red, you can get Scyther. In Pokemon Blue, you get Pinsir. Uh-huh. So, like, that's... Uh, are they available in the wild in their versions, or is it, like, the opposites of each other? Uh... I think you can still get them, not exactly in the wild, but there is still a way to get them. Yeah. But like Scyther's in red and Pinsir's in blue, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, um, so, now yellow? Uh, now in Pokemon Yellow, it's different. Because mm -hmm. the Pokemon that you can get is you can get Abra, Woolpix, and Wigglytuff. Uh-huh. Um, uh, interesting. you can get... Uh, Scyther, Pinsir, and Porygon. So, no Dratini, so, unfortunately. Yeah, in yellow, you cannot get Dratini at the game club. Instead, yeah. they give you both Scyther and Pinsir. Yeah, which is a shame. Uh, I would personally rather have Dratini. It sucks because Dratini is really good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll get sort of into Dratini. Uh, like, can you catch Dratini in the wild? Or should we get into Dratini uh, now? Uh, I don't... I'm not... I think you can, but is really hard to find. Yeah. Uh, we'll get and... into it. Uh, a sort... Well, I was going to say, we nearly have to finish it up. I can't believe how long we've been talking about just to see. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll... Uh, we'll maybe get into Dratini uh, next episode. Uh, so, uh, is there anything else of No One Sailed on City that you could sort of shove in quickly? Uh... Double check. Anything else? 
was mentioned. Uh, no, I don't think there's anything else that we want to mention. Yeah. For now. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, this episode is going to be like uh, an hour long or something, and obviously, we don't really want that because then you'll all start to lose interest, and viewership will go down, and engagement will go down, and all that nonsense. <laughs> uh, so we'll end it here. Next time we'll do uh, Celadon City Part Two: The Remix. <laughs> Uh, with the same city, as we'll answer our new question of the millennium should you get the trainee at the game corner or should you wait until you can find it in the wild? Alright, hopefully we'll remember to answer that question the next on the next episode. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you want to share your YouTube before you go? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, my YouTube channel um, is Chaos Roy, C H A O S R O Y. In which I do a variety of uh, different uh, gaming videos um, and give a more personal take on a bunch of stuff that's been coming out. So definitely worth looking into if you like all kinds of games. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for joining us for another episode of Chapter by Chapter. Uh, we hope to see you again next time where we will hopefully finish Celadon City. Uh, highly doubt that'll be possible. Uh, I can't believe Celadon City is the thing that's going to take us the longest. <laughs> but Celadon City is big, dude. It's a very big city. Yeah. It's this might be the biggest. second biggest, but I feel like we'll do Saffron City shorter. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you for joining us, and we hope to see you again next time. Bye!